0: We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey
1: everybody, welcome to a very exciting off-season episode of the California Penal League podcast. I am Steve, with me, as always, is Anthony Fabiano and Chris. Uh, hello guys. Um... Sup? Yo, 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 yo. We are recording during the first game of the World Series. So we were all collectively watching uh, Eddie Rosario and his 500 average in the postseason <sighs> continue to rake for the Atlanta Braves. Don't
0: worry. Don't worry. We've already gone over that.
1: Yeah. We got Pablo I'm not, Sandoval out of it. That is true. I'm I'm happy I'm more happy for him than anything else because obviously it wasn't yes. like it was like yeah. well, what the hell was he going to do coming back to the Indians in like mid August September <laughs> and like what was he really going to do so yeah. I'm just I'm just happy that he's he's off uh you know hey kicking ass probably going to well potentially win a world series but I just watched him fly out to Michael Brantley so just kind of like pain all around so uh, that's currently where I'm at mentally and emotionally. But today's episode is, as we said, uh, it's, it's off-season time. So it's, start, it's uh, time to start looking towards 2022 for our Cleveland Guardians. And so we're going to start talking a little bit about uh, some roster predictions. So today, I'm going to frame it up uh, like this. We're going to predict the sort of active roster for next year and uh, make some 40-man considerations as well. We will um, definitely do more 40-man talk as the Rule 5 deadline comes into focus, which I believe is in November. It kind of always changes, I think. They just, like, make it it's random times.
0: at the uh, owner's meeting.
1: Sometimes that's in December, so... It's, it's, it's usually seven. towards the end of the month, yeah. So, yeah, so... I think last year's was November. I, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know if that was because it was like shortened or whatever. But anyway, um, the Rule 5, you know, everybody's talking about like Rule 5 Armageddon, basically, for the Guardians. But I'm not that convinced that'll be the case. So um, so let's just dive in. Let's just get nasty. Let's get weird. Um, oh. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll do this. I know we were talking a little bit beforehand. Where do you guys want to start? What What's the sexiest position group that you want to start with when we make our Ooh, predictions? Catcher. Actually, that is fairly <laughs> interesting to me. I will tell you this. Let's start a catcher. Fuck
0: that was it. not go. played at all. That, that was awesome, fam. Good man.
1: job. <laughs> I love it. Let's go. Um, here's my here my here's my my main prediction for catcher is that Roberto Perez is not going to be on the team come 2022. That is the not shit at all. I mean not at all. It's a 7 million dollar team option. Good luck. The arbitration numbers that we'll talk about in a little bit certainly come into play there where like the Indians, sorry, the Guardians can essentially wipe out almost all of what they'll have to pay in arbitration strictly from just dumping Roberto Perez's yeah. salary. So that's that's actually an interesting way it's, to look at it too yeah. that you you could yeah i mean honestly you could because there's a lot of names that are and significant names that are on that list that yeah really the payroll likely won't be increased much just by dumping roberto Perez's pay uh salary and and like it's not something that i think fans should get that upset about because he might be like a wizard with the pitching staff, but the bat hasn't been there in like three seasons and he's hurt all the time.
0: But here to that point, so is Austin Hedges, Austin Hedges. Had he not been in the national league with guys like Yadi Molina, um, you know, who's won like what? 17,000, Gold gloves. I think. Um, yeah, I've lost count uh, yeah, around there. Yeah, I've lost count. Um, Austin Hedges would have had one or two. You know, the pitching staff right. loves Hedges too. So we've been blessed last year and a half with two great defensive catchers.
1: Um, if any of them could hit two hundred, that would be ideal. If any of them could hit their weight. That'd be, that'd awesome. be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that would yeah, that'd be, be amazing. Was just a black hole. I, I do love the uh defense guys, but also I do love like the Mendoza line. That that's I, nice. Yeah, too. I love like a 225 <laughs> batting average
0: for my
2: catcher. Yeah, it's not
1: the it's not the dead era. Like I wouldn't get it out of the infield. So yeah. My what? very obvious prediction on the active roster for catcher is Austin Hedges is he's going to arbitration, so he'll I believe be – because you have to have one of those two, and he'll be the cheaper option. So I believe Austin Hedges will be your starting yes. catcher going into next year, no doubt. Here's my prediction. I know you could go with like a veteran presence as your backup. <laughs> I know you're joking about it, Febs, but um, one of the guys who's actually Rule 5 eligible now going into next year is Brian Lavastida, and... He, I, I might have butchered his last name. Uh, but he's tw- he'll be 23 going in the next year, and the team actually did bring him into Columbus mm-hmm. towards the end of last season, which signals to me that they're thinking he could potentially break camp as the backup catcher next year, and that I, solves one of your issues with the Rule Five draft because he would no doubt be taken. Yeah. Totally, yeah. That that's definitely a good
0: name. Um. To to keep an eye on, I agree. Um, I I just don't see him breaking camp with the team. I see them going the.
1: I, there's there's like always. the Wilson Ramos kind of
0: Wilson Ramos.
1: I mean, I don't know if he's gonna be a yeah, veteran
0: guy. Um, but here's the but, question,
1: though. Here's the question, though: Is how, do you carry three catchers on your forty man? No, but but you sign a guy
0: like Ramos and you break camp with him and come you know you put Lavista in Columbus for 6 weeks just get him get him that extra little time in Columbus you have to add him to the 40 yes um and, and then maybe come mid may he gets called up so they manipulate that time slash get a little bit more seasoning with him
1: They're just try to start the year with the three catchers on yeah the yeah yeah i mean it's possible i mean if he if he really shows something in spring training i could see them oh. doing it but uh, how many times is
0: someone torting the ball off in arizona and tito always says you know don't put too much stock into those numbers and We don't want those young guys coming up in April, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because I put none
1: in them. I guess. I guess, like one position that you could actually do that though with is backup catcher. Uh, I know they want him to get the at bats, but it it would be intriguing to see. It would. I guess it just depends on like what it. it, As always, it will depend on what the other forty man spots are looking like. Because uh, I can already tell that the infield is going to be crowded as all hell uh, on the forty man. Depending on, unless they make some like, you know, major moves in the office. Well, let's not jump we'll ahead to, of ourselves. Uh, yeah, we got to well, save something for our listeners. Get A little, little juicy here, a little juicy uh, tidbit. They're ru- all right, so they're
2: ruining it. They're they're not saving it. What's going to happen <laughs> in the middle infield?
1: <laughs> I need to. I want to
0: savor it. I need to know. No, um, you have to listen to forty. 40- eight and a half minutes before yeah. we even talk about middle and this is going to be like and outfield. Yeah.
1: this is going to be like the local news where you just want the goddamn weather report and you got to wait yeah. till 10 no. 50 for the 10 o'clock no. news. we're going to tease we te- need tease all it. the ratings that's right baby a
2: bloomington man found himself in a <laughs> sticky situation more after the break
1: I I want to pry into what the <laughs> sticky situation was, but I won't. He <laughs> was eaten by a bear. It's molasses. Oh, <laughs> he covered himself in molasses and was
0: eaten by a bear. Yeah.
1: No, that I, makes perfect sense to me. I mean... I, I did just see a news article. Uh, this is very relevant. I just saw a news article about a Russian guy who killed a bear that was mauling his friend. He, like, boxed it to death. That was probably his pet you so said russia know. right i mean yeah, yeah russia so yeah, it was probably it's probably pet. not surprising it probably was bet. <laughs> yeah. uh all
0: right so i yeah okay. i think we're all in pretty good consensus there with catcher
1: um it's a shame i mean it's a bummer that Perez will most likely be gone but i mean he could come back under like very favorable circumstances but some team yeah
2: will. there's he wants to take two million dollars to come back like i'll take that but yeah, but he's the, the also in just like it's it's a black hole for us every season. Like that seven, eighth, ninth spot. Like we, our offense is already spotty enough as it is. Yeah. Especially if you have any injuries. <laughs> but having like Perez there, oh my god, it's I, I love him from like the 2016 postseason. Some good memories there, but it's
1: it's time to difficult. move on.
0: Yep. Yeah, but he's also going to be 32, and yeah.
1: Maybe he signs a one-year deal for that's a, him. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, a lot, pretty lot, hefty lot. contract. Yeah. So, All right. Catcher it is. All right. We got that figured he'd out. he be a
2: good backup for, he'd be a good catcher for the Giants for Buster Posey.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Buster
0: Posey's older than Dirt too.
2: Yeah, but Posey can still hit. And he's like, obviously, you know, the perennial leader of that team. And to have cool. just like a guy who can obviously catch the hell out of a game, sure. Like I think that I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to a national team like that.
1: That would or be another interesting.
3: Team,
2: like the Nationals, or yeah, or the yeah. Goes, I was thinking, goes thinking a young teams team.
1: Up, yeah,
0: goes teams up back up with, uh, Jan Gomes and forms that backstop duo. No, Gomes is
1: uh isn't he in uh, Oakland now? The, didn't they didn't they trade? Oh, him to that's Oakland? right, they did trade him. I, Although I could see him going to like Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> really, I could yeah, see him I, going anywhere. There's really not like many buffs. teams that wouldn't take him.
2: <laughs> I love him so much.
1: Hey, man, when he was healthy, he was one of the better offensive catchers in baseball. He just couldn't, also, like a lot of catchers, just couldn't stay super healthy. Yeah. So that's pretty much the lifespan of a catcher. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that. Joke's on you, buddy. That was that was exciting and thrilling to talk about the backup catcher position. <laughs> What's next? What are we so doing I next?
2: Fucking idiot. Let's go up first baseman. Yeah, let's go to first base. <laughs> let's, let's, just the, the, let's just go so let's around. Let's just go around. We'll,
1: let's go in. We'll go infield and we'll yeah, go around yeah. the horn. Okay. All right. So, um, all right, Chris. So you give me your give me some of your uh, like active roster thoughts. So my
0: prediction. First base, let me first say this. First base is a position that I could see them looking to upgrade. We've thrown out Luke Voigt's name. Yes. Um. But ultimately, I don't think they do anything. I think they stay in-house. And I think, um, I really think it's going to be Naylor's position. Um, eventually, but I think Bobby Bradley at least gets a start. Um, as Naylor probably
1: won't be ready for opening day. I would assume he starts the I, year on the sixty day. Yeah. I I would too. Yeah, I don't think we're which listening. opens
0: up a forty man spot. This is true, and that's the way we can manipulate that third catcher. That. Yeah, <laughs> but here's oh, a, yeah. here's an interesting thing. When I was kind of doing this little exercise of projecting <laughs> the roster
2: catchers, there's a guy literally teetering on a chair of a news <laughs> run. Like I can't do another season of the guardians. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this is what it's come to.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. No, you guys are good. Um, the one thing that was interesting with Bobby Bradley and Naylor's numbers, I was just looking at them. Bobby Bradley was a 99 OPS and Naylor was a 90. So, Bobby Bradley was basically league average last year. Yeah. And he's got 30 home run potential.
1: He also did hit 212. I mean, yeah, but at the same time. So, if he could, if he could, if he could hit
0: 240, which was like league average.
1: Just, mm, just that might be that close might be your eyes much.
0: And, and go just just close your eyes and, and too much of a fantasy. And world. Let these this fantasy <laughs> and let this fantasy just soak and just you know come over well, you. In, in this fantasy world, if he could hit 240 and belch you 30 home runs, I'm taking oh that. Oh my god, he might be taking awesome that every day
2: nowadays. Like, yeah, I'll take that every day. If he hits 220. And yeah. Like, because you can bury him in the sixth spot. Your exactly. Six you can bury so dangerous. him. Even
0: seven. I was going to say, you can bury him Ramirez in the seventh spot.
2: Yeah. Because Ramirez bats like 300 and has like a great on-base percentage. So like I- I'm fine if he's going to strike out, you know, like two out of every five at-bats if, you know, I have a guy on base with a probability that he's going to knock him in. Like that's, that's totally fine because I haven't been getting shit from that position and like even with Santana's like his last like Season and a half, I wasn't getting anything better
0: than that. Santana and Bobby Bradley's numbers this year,
1: super comparable. Hmm. So So, he only walks 9% of the time. He strikes out 35% of the time. He actually, believe it or not, his WRC plus was a 99. He was exactly a league average hitter this year. Um, If he raises his average 10 points and cuts down, if he can cut his strikeouts down about... To thirty percent and uh, raises his average ten points. I think you might have something that two twenty
0: five. I think two twenty five is more achievable than two forty. Totally, but he's also only twenty five. He's
2: only twenty five. Yeah. So, yeah, this 25. is his first season of like real at bats. Like the code yeah. year messed everything up. Like, yeah, and I have him as my first baseman. Like I have, I have him penciled in as my starting first baseman.
1: I'm I just, not opposed to a three true outcomes guy. It's yeah, not, just I'm, I'm, I'm not and totally, if we only really, really, really have, have him,
2: right potential.
1: because I, I think that they're
0: building a roster where he's really the only three true outcomes player on the team. Uh, yeah, and, and and hedges, I guess too. <laughs> yeah, at least for <laughs> a year. Yeah,
1: for and yeah, maybe really two. Have an, yeah, with the amount of prospects, a year or two with hedges they have coming up at catcher. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I buy, I buy Bradley, um, at first base. I think Naylor will challenge him for that depending on what the situation is in the outfield at that point in the year. So maybe when you look by like end of May, you start to have to identify like, okay, Mm -hmm. what the hell is going on in the outfield? And then what the hell is going on with Bobby Bradley at first base to determine where Naylor fits into the picture. But that's a good problem to have. The only and then Chang
0: might be able to play a little bit first base. So I Chang, think I think Chang gets
1: non-tendered. I think Chang. Oh. I, I am. Oh. Now, here's here's partly We're jumping why a little ahead
0: I, of ourselves. But. A
1: little bit. But he is a first baseman <laughs> yeah. for most of the, so I guess it kind of. Yeah. Because I when I look at a little bit of the construction of the 40-man, the only the one name that comes up to me as a potential rule five Selection that they have to put on the forty man is John Kenzie Noel. See, I am very nervous. He is. I don't think it would happen, <coughs> but I'm extremely nervous that a team would snag him because he's like a twenty year old who was like the best hitter in the minors almost. But then you got to find him a you got to find him a roster spot for the whole year. You well, yeah, on the, fo- on the forty. A, I mean, the, it gets a little dicey. Well no, 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 because he's if, if you're
0: taking him no, if you're taking him in the MLB portion of the Rule Five, he's gotta stay on the Oh 20- yes,
1: another team would, yes. But he's gotta stay on the like the active roster.
0: No he's doubt. He's taking a part of the
1: twenty six. I'm thinking of teams like the Pirates, the Diamondbacks, and some of these other teams that are like fun. Oh, you're thinking of like the the shit the bottom feeders. It's like no risk for them. They're not building yeah, anything
2: I, for four years. I, I yeah.
1: don't know if any of them would no, be ballsy enough to do it. I don't know if anybody would because It's a ballsy I looking move. Looking the, it's a ballsy move. I was looking at the 2020 Rule 5, and there were 18 players taken last year in the Major League phase, and 15 of them were right-handed pitchers. So it's not like these freaking guys are getting taken all the time. Like, it's not no. this doomsday thing that everybody thinks it's going to be, but the way Noel hit this year, I'm sure he's on some teams radars because he becomes eligible. And I'm sure it's like, what team would be like, we've got nothing. Like if I'm the pirates, it's like, we have nothing to lose by adding they, this dude. They really to our don't. roster. So, I mean, it's a risk if you were to just let him float out there thinking like, ah, he's 20, nobody will take him. And then like, all of a sudden you get swiped by, the friggin' pirates or diamondbacks or whatever, or worse off, like the tigers. But uh, <clears throat> that's where I think Chang's position becomes a little dicey. That makes sense. I, he's definitely someone who could, yes, be non-tendered, but you're right, he does play some first base. And when he was getting at bats last year towards the end, he was actually hitting. So again, it's yeah. I- I guess I and just also you've got Owen him. Miller who plays first base. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with him either. Well, do you want to
0: move over to second base?
1: I do because
0: I can tell you what they're going to do with Owen Miller. Ooh,
1: tell
2: us.
0: Or at least my prediction. He Let's go. fights with um, Ernie Clement to start the year at second base. Ultimately, I think uh. Jimenez or Arias ends up there. But I would not be shocked if Miller or... Crap, um, uh, spaced out of his name, what I just said. Um, Arias? No, no, no. Um, Clement. Clement. Ernie Clement, thank you. Yeah. End up as your starting... Opening day second baseman.
1: So you would have you would have one of those two over Ahmed Rosario as as you have Ahmed Rosario potentially as the well, starting opening day shortstop.
0: Ahmed Rosario was told he's the starting shortstop. I'm just going off oh. of what was so said. Where okay. do you, yeah, so I did yeah? Did that come ultimately, out recently? Yeah. Um. When they split after the season, Anthony told. Uh, Rosario, hey,
1: shortstop, surest. Like that's an interesting. That's an interesting way to go. I mean,
2: yeah, he's have so, hairdresser, but uh, he, can, he can hit the hell out
1: of the ball. So, so I, I well, and he's also
0: a candidate to, be, to play second base too. You know, come <laughs> April first. Yeah, that no, doesn't
1: tell me that 1st, they have. Sorry. That doesn't tell me that they have a ton of confidence at the moment in what they certainly don't in what uh, Jimenez, Andres Jimenez, is doing at the major league level, and they don't yeah. really think Owen Miller and Ernie Clement are options there. I, the I only think name that ultimately, could ultimately those be. guys are Arias would be the only name that could potentially supplant. But he wasn't necessarily tearing the cover off the ball this year in the minors. No,
0: but I, so I think that's why he gets, you know, the start in Columbus. And I think, <laughs> excuse me, Miller and Clement ultimately are they're bench guys. They're super utility infielders. But I could see one of those guys starting the season as the opening day second baseman.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So, actually, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I should give him a little more credit. Gabriel Arias, Arias actually had 436 at bats in Columbus this year. He hit 284 with a 348 OBP, had 110 strikeouts and only 39 walks, which is wild. But he did have 13 homers and 29 doubles. And so he actually hit pretty well. Um, <laughs> he was I, I yeah, decent power for second base. Yeah. I would be surprised if he didn't break – well, he's 20. He'll be 22, so mm, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, I would – How old is he? He's like 22 as well. Yeah. So here's the thing. 23. I mean, here's the thing. Okay. Between Arias, Jimenez, Clement, and Miller, and one also or two have of them can be in a trade. Um Tyler Freeman is also going to be. On Tyler, the, I'm sorry, Tyler. Jeez, so, Fre- Mike Freeman, super utility, Whoa. Mike Freeman. Whoa. Well, sorry. Okay, so Tyler Freeman, Tyler Freeman, yes. Tyler Freeman yes. is he's another rule five, five guy. That's another rule five guy who has to be on. Yeah, got to be added. No doubt has to be added to the forty man, and so, and he just was unbelievable uh, before he got hurt. All he does year. is hit. Yeah, he's an animal. He's not going to so, hit for
0: power, but,
1: and then of course. I mean, then you're throwing Nolan Jones into the mix, but we'll get to him at some point as well. But I yeah. think between Gabriel Arias, Andre Cimenez, Ernie Clement, and Miller, one or two of them are getting traded. I think they have to like, figure that out. 100%. I
2: completely agree. I think we're going to get to it, but I think two of them are going to be bundled for an outfielder. It solves oh, a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an area of need. Um, I have – so, I have Jimenez as my starter. I think Arias starts in Columbus, but we'll probably work him, his, his way up. It, it, Jimenez, I don't know. I just – I mean, he's so – he's so young. Like, yeah. he's yeah. so young still. When you talk about Bobby Bradley being young and he's 25, he's four years older, which is – or three and a half years older. So, like, I want to give him time and, like, real at-bats. And he didn't get a lot of that last year with Rosario, like, really stepping up and just – Hitting a, a way better clip than we could have possibly imagined, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I think they're gonna want to see some. I think we already got a good return on that um, that Lindor deal, but I think I think there's there's definitely some juice in the Indians' uh, front office where it's like if we can fill our middle infield with guys we got from this trade, and they can both hit like better at four average than Lindor, that'd be a That'd be real fun for us.
0: Or if they can flip one in a package, like you just said. Yeah, that's true.
1: For yeah, a I'd flip,
2: I'd, yeah, get Jimenez out of here. Yeah,
1: yeah. It it's gonna have to I'm happen. Fine with
2: that too, I'm not I'm not married to to any of our our second basemen right now.
1: No, they're all super. The super only one,
2: young, but a lot of opportunity for like one of these guys to break through.
0: The only one that I'm, the cl- I would say closest married to. Would be t- Tyler Freeman, who I just called Mike. So, um,
2: <laughs> okay. I forget my wife's name so, all the time. So,
0: um, but I think, I think, uh, he's still like months away. I think he's post All Star break call up. Okay. Cause he got hurt.
2: Yeah. So. I mean, that's the other thing that's like so interesting about this. Cause you got a guy like Naylor who was hitting over 300 in his rookie year in right field and like, playing pretty well defensively and just I'm I'm just curious how he's going to bounce back from that injury because it was so yeah. disgusting like that injury was insane and if he can if he can hit after that injury like I'm not worried about him because they can always find a spot
0: they're
1: going to find base. spots for him
2: yeah so
1: yeah there's plenty of opportunity for him I mean any any of the corner outfield spots for, and first base are wide open and you could always spell him at DH if like you had to. So, uh, although I am curious as to where he fits in because he sort of starts to become an afterthought just because he has been out so long, which is sure. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, but yeah, so yeah, when I look at the out or when I look at the (laughs) infield, yeah, it's, it's just loaded with middle infielders who very few of them have done anything to separate themselves aside from Ahmed Rosario so i mean it's not insane oh, like that he so would be much. the opening day shortstop despite his like extreme defensive deficiencies but yeah i i guess i'll take i'll take the bat i'll t- i'll take the consistent bat and we'll figure it out later who who, who are you going to take at short or second base then <sighs> dude honestly I would not be shocked if Gabriel Gabriel Arias opens at second base next season. Okay. I would not That'd be, be cool. shocked. He had 400 Super at-bats young. in AAA. I, so it's not like he's this is, It's not a small sample size, no. Yeah. And 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 Jimenez has gotten decent a decent enough chance so far and hasn't necessarily run away with it, so it's not like it's just his to lose. Mm-hmm. And Clement I,
0: mean, yeah, and Owen I definitely Miller, think. He? I definitely think. Yeah. Yeah. No. I definitely think. Um, let, let me just rephrase it. I guess from before, I wouldn't be surprised with any one of those four guys getting the starting gig. My money, though, just is that Arias gets that extra little bit of time in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. He's maybe fourth on my list of likely candidates. And for some reason, I just, I just have a feeling they want to see a little bit more out of Clement and Miller before they ship one of those guys off. Well,
1: I have been, because I was reading I think that one light. of
0: those guys becomes utility. One gets shipped off and then Jim <coughs> also probably
1: gets shipped off. Yeah. I was reading that the, I was looking at like full minor league at bats for some mm-hmm. guys, and it's like pretty compelling when you look at like like a guy like Owen Miller. It's like okay, yeah, so he rockets essentially up through the minors, has that great stretch at AAA, gets called up, doesn't really hit in the major league level. True. His total at bats in professional baseball were still so small mm-hmm. compared to what it took for a lot of guys. Like just thinking about. Cleveland's roster, like a guy like Fran Mo Reyes had, you know, something, I don't know what it was. It was like maybe like 1,400, almost 1,500 minor league at bats or something like that before he was ever called up or something like that. I mean, it's, it's really just gets down the essence of it is just like ultimately still, oh, a guy like Owen Miller has not had an, enough at bats for a team to make a legitimate. <laughs> Like uh, decision on, on sure. who this who this player is. So there's that to contend with as well. So you're probably right. Arias probably does open the season at AAA. I wouldn't be surprised if like he. It's weird because like I could see it going either way, but it'll depend on the off season. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like if a couple moves get made and it's like here you go, dude. This is gonna be your job. Um, it it might affect you know things uh, because like. I can't see a move not being made. Like, no, it doesn't make any sense. We'll get to that in a second because,
0: I mean, just finishing up on the infield. I mean, do we need to spend
1: much time on the other side of the infield? Because I think third
2: third base is a lot of
0: questions.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, if you listen to
1: if you listen to the maniacs on social media who who think like, you know. Paul Dolan you know uh wants to wants to come to their house and punch him in the face while also tearing apart their favorite team you know they they're listening to all offers on Jose Ramirez and they're desperately trying to trade him but in reality it's never going to happen so finalists depends on who you talk this, to.
2: finalist for a silver slugger award this year
1: mhm that's right
0: it's going to get some uh, MVP votes.
2: You will. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: that's, Another top three that, finish, probably.
2: That's going to happen. I think the, the talks will be... That will be one of the things this offseason that we hear some buzz on with uh, contract extension talks. Um,
1: oh, I, I hope so. Honestly,
2: like, if... Like, I'm fine having another offseason. I'm not spending money. If they're going to trade some guys, upgrade the outfield position... And so not bring in a big free agent and then do an extension for um, uh, for Jose. Like that's that to me is a successful offseason because you have then locked up the, the heart of your order, the heart of your lineup. You're you're basically one through five is locked up for the next like five seasons. And you've presumably added a good piece in the outfield. Like to me, that cool. I, that's, I think, I that's think that's your one through six
0: be. could be locked up. Oh, yeah. Because you're
2: adding the outfield piece. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Your one through six is locked up. For like five to six years, uh, maybe longer. Your pitching rotation's locked up, so so your bullpen's locked up. So yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. We're let's start the season tomorrow. Then I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah. So I think we're good on third base.
0: All right. (laughs) I think we're all right.
3: right. Let's go.
2: We're not. We're not
0: going to look at you know any free agents there or anything like that. We can, (laughs) but.
1: That would be purely for our own. It's waste clutch. of everyone's time. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but you know, sure, um, we, could, we could do an episode yeah. of that. Yeah, let's go outfield. Outfield's very interesting to me. Well,
0: I'm glad that you uh, want to go there because that's where I was going to go next. Um, mm. I have two spots locked up. Okay. Um, One might be a little bit of a shocker. One's not. Um, mm-hmm. Miles Straw oh. pencil him in every day. Oh my yep. God, um, give me
2: that. 325 hitter, gold glove caliber
0: center fielder. Thank you. Thanks bingo. Thank you for fucking like, something. Like, that's a no-brainer. I think, like, we don't even need to talk about center field. Like, it's his. Much like yep. Jose's, is, you know, yep. third, and we have a real leadoff hitter.
2: Like we finally have, yeah, a, we have, we have, we finally have like the an, uh a like first one through five uh, batting lineup that makes sense. We don't have like Carlos Santana leading off.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was exciting. Or like though. Lindor, which was insane. Right.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Right.
0: Those were exciting. Um, you know pieces and moving parts to have those guys both hitting the lead off. What are you guys talking about? Totally. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Some, something like that. So, yeah. So, all right. So straw. Yeah.
0: Strong. Locked in. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <coughs>
3: what do you Excuse got?
1: Me. The other guy I have in the outfield
0: probably is a right fielder. It's Harold Ramirez. I don't know why everybody wants to just abandon ship with him. Right the guy hits for a decent average. He leaves something to be desired there in the power department, but he's a professional hitter. Mm -hmm. And I don't see this team going out. And this is under this guys. I don't see the team going out and making too many big trades. Um, or acquiring too many free agents. So I think, that living with what we have at first base and living with um, Harold Ramirez in right field to start the season are completely fine. Um, Because again, Naylor can play some right field. Mm -hmm. We also have some guys like Oscar Gonzalez, who is another 40 man consideration who could probably
1: play so out there you know what's interesting he, so oscar gonzalez i actually don't have as a potential i mean he could come up at some point next year but the the two names that i actually have is rule five guys who are rule five eligible that i could see them adding to the 40 man I, oscar mm-hmm. gonzalez is certainly an option the two well, names that I have is also out there i would say he's also a
0: free agent too so we have to re-sign him before we can even add him but
1: continue there's so that a- uh, there's that wrinkle. The yeah. other two names that I would consider potentially, I, I, you know, knowing the Guardians and the way they do things, I don't know if they would actually open camp. But Richie Palacios yeah. uh, is Rule 5 eligible, certainly should be added to the 40 man because he can play both infield and outfield. And yep. a bit of a shocker based on just the season that he had, Steven Kwan, an old prospect to know that you mentioned. Uh, yeah. Chris, he is Rule 5 eligible as well. And the reason that I would say that he is at risk of being taken is because he's 24 and had a uh, decent enough number of at bats in AAA to where a team could, again, look at him and be like, F it. Let's just grab him for 100 grand. I mean, it's, sure. It's like, It would be like a no-brainer for a team to be like, yeah, he's our fourth or fifth outfielder. But uh, those are two names that I've zeroed in on outfield-wise where I'm like, yeah, that could make sense Um, just based on— George Valera
0: is another uh, 40-man consideration, too. Yep.
1: Yep. And some people have I thrown him out there as, like, a must-add, but he's, like, so young that I'm like, I definitely don't know if I could see yes. a team doing that. And, and and he didn't really... I think he had, like, a down-ish year uh, offensively. He cut off to a slow start. Uh, but he, he so, was one of the... That's tough. He was
0: one of our handful of 20-year-olds with, like, 15-plus home runs. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, so he ended up he ended up in Akron at like two sixty seven. It's not, and, and yeah, no, he had a total of like nineteen home runs this year, yeah. uh, combined. Oh, that's tough. I, that would be a tough dude to add he, to the forty man. But leaving him out there is also risky. I just don't know if I could see a team being like, yeah, this twenty year old who hit a combined two sixty in the minors. Let's add him to the 40 man, like, or uh, to the active roster. Um, that seems like a stretch think, to me, but I think, it's possible.
0: I, I think of all those names, though, I think just that he's a little bit more um, one-dimensional dimensional as uh, Stephen Kwan. I could see them leaving him off,
3: mm-hmm.
0: even though he did, you know, have a great batting average. I just don't know how many of those types of guys they really
1: want on the roster. Um speaking of but you know yeah, who knows? Speaking of the real quick, the other name that we forgot to mention in the infield, Brian Rocchio is another Rule yeah, 5 eligible yeah. guy. Again, I don't know if he'd be taken anywhere because he's only 20. And I had a good year uh at high a Act. Uh, Lake County and then a double A Akron, but I don't know. He'll be 21. I I, I doubt it. Highly doubt it. He's he
0: I've seen a a comparison floating around with him and uh, he's, he's compared quite favorably age and level wise to uh, one sleepy Lindor. So Sleepy if you go Lindor. back, if you go back and take a look at Mister <laughs> Sleepy's numbers, um, through the minors, through that that age twenty season.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I like that. Rokio
0: and 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 Sleepy are very uh very comparable.
1: Okay. So just throwing it out there. Well, just playing that's devil's why advocate. You see him, that's why I've seen him at uh, on certain lists yep. as like a must add. Yep. So again, exactly. that's another consideration where it's like, holy shit. Okay. So we got that yep. guy. So so yep, all right. Exactly. So you've got, so we've we've got straw. We've got straw and probably Harold Ramirez, who I agree with, should be on this yep. roster. Uh nailed down. Um I think yep. Naylor opens the year 60 day probably. So he's but he's gonna be in the mix for right field, uh, depending on how yep. first base goes. So you've got that going for you. I do think Richie Palacios is on this team. I'd be like, I actually think he will make some contributions like right off the bat, Um, weirdly enough. So maybe, Um, but I think, Chris, you've done some homework on free agent options and trade targets that I think make it, it makes the most sense. Like left field or right field make the most sense for targeting External options, and you've got. Oh, I wanted a number of to just, good ones. Here, can, let me just
0: um, before too spend some time. Uh, if if you don't mind, um, touching on the fourth, fifth outfield spot. Are you guys cool with that? You know, just there's nothing I love more. To talk, our teeth
1: into that more to talk about than <laughs> joking. I'm honest, joking. I think they non tender Bradley Zimmer. I don't think Bradley Zimmer gets. I, I was. I think Bradley Zimmer's gone
0: um as well. Johnson's gone. Monster home runs. And I I well, I was gonna say I think it's Johnson or or Mercado is the fourth outfielder. And if they can pitch you at 230 something, you know, spell guys at each of the three spots, you know, once or twice a week, and they get their 80 starts that's what you're gonna get from those guys you know they were all all three of them were ops plus in the mid to low 80s so again as a fourth outfield option i don't think we can be too upset about that um but that that's that's enough time spent on that spot um it's grotesque it's it's not sexy, but you know we're we're building a roster. Um. So yeah, I I do have three names that I want to uh, throw out. And I don't think we're reinventing the wheel with any three of them.
1: We've talked a about of fact, two
0: of them quite a we've, bit. We've, we've yeah, talked, we talked about extensively about two of them, and it's also come out in the most or uh, recently that we've contacted both those. Their respected teams at the trade deadline for
1: for two of these three. Um I actually am curious so, of, of I know the one, but I'm I'm wondering who the other one would be. So tell you
0: don't know who the other oh.
1: No, I didn't, okay, I, didn't so, well, I knew we contacted the Orioles. We all know
0: that so maybe we contacted all three about these guys. I thought we contacted maybe all the three Orioles. were reached out to. <laughs> I we I did. know we contacted so at the trade deadline. I was looking specifically at the trade deadline. I know we made contact, contact with Pittsburgh on um, Brian Reynolds, Cincinnati on Jesse Winker, and then there's been connections in the past, at least, with Baltimore and Trey yeah. Mancini. Yeah. Those
1: all are three, three of names, those teams. I, I would take all any of those three yeah like no no brainers 100% no brainers
0: and and i think that's where you start to see a package maybe built around a um a police sack uh jimenez and two or three minor leaguers for one of those guys that's a lot but that is a lot I mean that definitely Brian Reynolds a we guy, need to think, get so. rid of we need yeah. to get rid of some of these pieces is also mm-hmm. the line of thinking
2: do you, wh- okay if you let's just play your GM for a second would you trade for two of those guys
1: I was thinking uh, that I was actually thinking that the if, just like literally
2: the Braves just remade their entire outfit at the trade deadline yeah you left and right field you already have center field taken care of and then Ramirez comes off as like a fourth outfield option.
1: I mean, you would have you have you'd have control for of Brian Reynolds following the twenty uh through twenty twenty five. Jesse Winker, you still have you'd still control for two seasons. Mm, that so would be interesting. That would be very compelling.
2: Those would be the two you'd target. I mean, you could probably get Mancini for, like, not a lot, obviously. You only have, like, he, <laughs> he's only got one more control. year. Yeah, he's got one year of control.
1: You could throw some pitching so, at the Orioles.
2: Yeah. My, My only I mean, concern Reynolds about going. That police act deal that you're talking about. Yeah. You, that's what you give up. And then, yeah, you throw some pitching at, for one of the. You throw pitching to, for a Winker, too, because that's what the Reds need. Their offense is
1: like great. Yeah. Dude, the Reds actually the Reds need bullpen help. You know who I'd trade them? James Karinchak. Get him the baby. fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> Get him. Yeah. They need bullpen help more than anything. I would, I would yeah, very great. much consider. Totally. And I'm I'm dead serious as I would consider because I, I there is something about James Karinchak, I aside from his uh, personal views that I see on his Instagram. I do that not offense, care yeah. for him. I do not care for no, him. I'm I don't good. like way he, yeah, he's like I don't like Trevor his mound Power presence. I don't like what happened to him after the sticky stuff. I, I think he's like a bit of a head case. <coughs> um, he doesn't have a third pitch. Like, let somebody else deal with him. I I would very much love to just <laughs> ship him off. And if it meant like packaging him as part of a deal for Jesse Winker, a million times, yes. A million times, yes. Yeah. Because they need bullpen help more than anything. So you throw a couple decent... That's a move... That's that's a move where I would give up on Karen Chuck. If, if you're getting something like that back. For yeah. for like a legit offensive threat? Like a, a corner outfielder yeah. who can hit for <laughs> power that you control for a couple seasons? Pfft. Yeah. It's like...
2: Yeah, I mean, because then you're... Not even you, a question. You're, you're, your lineup goes seven deep... <laughs> And if your second baseman can, like, suddenly hit, I mean, that's, like, such a solid, good team with the pitching we have. I mean, my God. And that's the thing that, that's where, like, obviously, you know, these these GMs and scouts, like, know so much more than us and anyone who listens to this podcast. Uh, In most instances, I think there are a few franchises where I don't know if that's actually the case. Uh, But I would say, like... On the whole, but that's one of the things where it's like, why not do that? Because you're gonna like, I, I think uh, sometimes I, the Indians are really good with developing players, especially pitching. Uh, but sometimes I think Cleveland fans get a little too obsessed with prospects, and mm-hmm. you know, like one of the like Brian Giles is going to be the next Babe Ruth, Richie Sexton's going to be the next like whatever, and then you, or Jarrett
1: Wright. You know, <laughs>
2: Jarr Wright, yeah. And then it's like, but what about Pedro Martinez who's won like two Cy young's like can't we just like get that guy instead? And like Yeah.
0: Who yeah. Who cares about Even if defense? it is for two, three years.
2: Yeah. Like that's that's where just like just solve the outfield problem. It's been a problem for you know, years and years and years. Just solve it. You have you have a bounty of middle infielders. You have a bunch of pitching depth. Just get rid of some of it and get two guys. Like who cares? Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, well, I was gonna say in Fabs, I'm gonna sound like that stereotypical fan uh, that you just described when you said go for two of those outfielders. My concern is how much would they be giving up at that point? Well, if it's that go- package, if it's that package like we described for like a Brian Reynolds, and then the second package for.
2: Karen Jack, Winker
0: is Karen. Middle Jack in,
2: middle infielder, and then like a I don't know two single A guys.
0: Yeah, like that. I'm That's cool with. with. Yeah, but if we're starting to give up, you know, Noel Valera. Oh, God, gotcha. those guys oh, kind of yeah. start. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I actually. You know what? Here's a name I'd also tr- I I would chip in that
1: we skipped over: Nolan Jones. I was thinking about when we'd bring him up because he's he's I would, a 40 I would guy right be I would be willing
0: I'd be willing to to trade him.
1: Um well it's again he's kind it's, of a man without a position. He's a man without a position, and he's also one of those names where it's like where you were saying, Fabs, like fans get obsessed with the prospects, and Nolan Jones has become this like right. mythical name where they're like, just wait, right. man, till Nolan Jones comes up. It's like I don't know, man. I don't know if that's going to happen because I, 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 don't like nobody's there's, like going nuts over his numbers in the minors. Like I'm starting to wonder if there's this is going to be of, one of those guys. Yeah, there's a lot of things that
0: obviously he didn't play in 2020, but there's you know the last two seasons worth that you have on him. There are some I don't want to say disturbing trends, but there are some things that are. Starting to get some eyebrows raised um, with his level of play and his inability it? at some, quite frankly, against in it some situations.
2: A good pairing, though, you brought it up. You could probably package like Nolan Jones and Karen Check, and maybe like I don't know, some random ass dude yeah. to the Reds because the Reds develop hitting really well, and they can maybe sure. solve some of Nolan Jones' issues. And like Steve said, that solves a bullpen issue for them. And for yeah. us, it's like, well, this guy was positionless anyway. So you're what you're really giving up is a setup man who's kind of like pretty fucking crazy. And once they started like cracking down on sticky stuff, his numbers like dipped very dramatically. And it solves your outfield problem.
1: You know who you could yeah. also throw in there? Um He's on the forty man right now, and this would open up. Or no, I'm sorry he he's Rule Five eligible, and so you could you could package him, Joey Cantillo. So he's a 21 ah, see, year I old. I kind of like Joey. Well, think of it this way, dude. He's that's 21 year. He'll, he'll be 22 years yeah. old. Um, he's you know he's a lefty. uh He probably is a bullpen guy. Um. Yeah, he's got good stuff, but I mean, at what point do the Guardians say like, uh, <coughs> what what could this guy yeah. possibly do that Jesse Winker will say? So if you did a if you did a package that was like James Karinczak, Joey Cantillo, Nolan Jones, and you start there, possibly that's it. I mean, I don't know how the Reds don't look at that and go like, God damn, that's two young relievers we have right there now in our bullpen. I know well, Joey Cantillo is a minor leaguer still, but like, I was going to uh, say maybe they still
0: look at Cantillo as a starting pitcher who's three years off, and they're like, let's let's keep him as starting pitching. Let's see what let's happens. Write that. Let's not write that off just yet, because he was injured for a, a good portion of the season too. If I um, he was, if, if I if I remember correctly, and then. Yeah, let's let's fix Karen Check and maybe Nolan Jones is the replacement for Winker. You know, you know they I mean, just like he, he hey, is still a top prospect. We're gonna so it's... send you. We're gonna send you to the minors just to get some more seasoning. But then you know, hey, you're gonna be one of our corner outfielders.
2: Yeah, and yeah. Kind of like and when you think about this stuff, it's like you you build. You need to have the uh you know the bank fool in your minor league system when you become an aging team Yeah. because that helps you you know that's your that's your hope for the future but now when you have a roster the second youngest roster the youngest roster whatever it is of like all your main key contributors are all under it's like 28 years old except for Jose who's like 28
0: 29 29 like that will be that's
2: that's when, that's when you, that's when you use those th- those resources. Like, we, we are no longer in the like build out the best farm system. I'm not saying you get rid of every goddamn top prospect we have. Like, but don't do that. That that helps set you up for continued success. And you know, a mid season Andrew Miller trade or some crazy yeah. thing where you're like, we're just we're winning our division by seven games. The White Sox are injured, and we just need this thing. And we have a shot to be the one seed. like that's that's when you do a midseason deal. But when you can when you can like this is a this is the time to do it where your payroll is still super low. So like whoever you're going to bring on isn't going to cost a lot, you know. So like I and I, I anticipate where there's going to be some kind of like track. I think they're going to address one of the corner outfield positions uh, in the off season. Like I I would be I would be more surprised than I would. Than not if they don't like like that would it would surprise me if they they they're just like we're we're good with what we have.
0: But let me ask you guys both this question: Do you think it's more likely we address the corner outfield via trade or via free agency? Because we haven't even talked about some free agents out there too.
2: I think I think for what you can you can get much better because as we're looking at this, as you're. As you guys have brought up all these impending, like, difficult decisions, several of these guys are good and can be bundled. Mm-hmm. And just, you can do that. Like, you can, they are guys you're going to have to pay for either arbitration. So, you can look at, it like, okay, well, this is, like, $6 million in arbitration. And, you know, he's $11 million. So, you're really only going $5 million into a free agency hole. Whereas sure. you, if you're just going to sign a free agent for what, what's available, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe Rosario's, like, I really did like how cold it was in Cleveland, and I missed that, and I want to, like, come back.
0: Like, I, don't, <laughs> I, I doubt that's going to be the case.
2: <laughs> uh, some weirdo scenario. I, but, won,
0: I won the NLCS MVP, uh, World Series MVP, and now I
1: just want to come back.
2: Yeah, I cold. just, like, I've never felt home like I did for those four months in Cleveland. I, I love melt like I and, don't know I'm and like also I of,
1: couldn't sell my condo so I need I'm to tired back.
0: of partying <laughs> with Ti and uh, <laughs> and Little Wayne in Atlanta and I, I just want to go back to Cleveland man yeah, I want to get in man. on whatever
1: weird I want to do whatever weird sex parties M G K and Megan Fox are doing in Cleveland these right. days so I want to <laughs> whoa 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 don't don't belittle that that there's something. <laughs> Dude, uh Yeah, I, 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 I mean I, they've out. both gone I mean, absolutely insane. So I mean, I find
2: out like Miles Garrett like frequents like these weird mass sex parties. Never even
1: hey, like, But he yeah, is, it's like, six, like who's eight. that massive man? Who's that six eight guy? <laughs> I'm pretty sure my wife the mask knows is, like that, barely like, fits over <laughs> his eyes. It's just like his definite face.
2: Did <laughs> you see Jedrick, Jedrick will is wearing his mask you're, like? was the biggest but oh, yeah. looked the smallest on him. <clears throat> the it barely
1: covered his nose.
0: Enormous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, I
0: didn't, hey, but I If, I if you're, to If that. your wife wouldn't let you just, like, hang out, just, like, just, I'm not even saying, like, anything, you know, doing anything with Megan Fox. If your wife just lets you say, Steve, tonight you get to hang out with Megan
1: Fox. Ten out of ten times you're taking, you're like, Sure. I, I do not know, I'd man. By, yeah. By. Yeah. I I mean I'd want to hear whatever like crazy stuff she's got to say because like I don't even know if I'd understand half of what she's saying anymore. I'm like it's like no, what happened? No. Like, don't you have a kid? Doesn't she have like a child? Like uh, multiple scary. like three? She's I, got three. Yeah. Go go be I a think. mom or something, man. Like what what are you doing? I mean, like
2: I wouldn't want to go out by myself with her. Like if it was the th- if it was the three of us
0: in our, I lives, want like, like I want someone with eyes on me, yeah, in case like, I get getting any like situations like yeah. come save yeah, me, like,
2: yeah. Also like I don't like Megan Fox seems like like I like Megan Fox, but like I also think there's a probability where like she could start shit with somebody at the bar and, like, I don't want to have to finish it by myself.
0: And next thing, you're in the back alley in a a knife fight. Yeah, and I have, like, six dudes
2: surrounding me with, like,
0: katana swords. And then Megan Fox (laughs)
2: is, like, (laughs) on a unicycle. Yeah, Megan Fox (laughs) is on a unicycle, like, waving to me. (laughs) I'm like, what's (laughs)
0: happening? (laughs) And you're in a back alley brawl with the Yakuza. Yeah, she disappears in a
1: cloud of smoke.
2: How did I find myself in this situation?
0: And then, like, yeah, I'm like, like good fellas, and then cut back. But you know what? I, I mean, that's a story you could tell for the rest of your life. That's yeah, if you make from, it, the, I don't know if the Yakuza... Wheelchair.
1: yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> they're not, they're not that. You just say, guys, guys, it's
0: a huge misunderstanding, and they're like, okay, bye. I am bye. lead.
1: I am lead. <laughs> that's weird uh, enough so, where they'd probably just leave you alone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think, uh. My thinking is they most likely would do it through trade. The biggest splash would be through trade because they have way too many decisions to make and way too many, too much of a roster crunch to like not (coughs) relieve it a little bit through that. Uh, but I would say that the most compelling, realistic thing would be that you probably make a trade. I think they'll go full hard for like a Brian Reynolds this year. I think they will balls to the wall if they've already inquired to the pirates they will go back to that well and be like look give us this motherfucker right now and we'll give you the X Y and Z for you to mess up in five years and then
0: this is this is how I envision that phone call going hey Pittsburgh yeah, this is Cleveland uh, you guys aren't going anywhere give us Brian Reynolds you
1: just do it like, shit. You, you're like you're garbage shit okay have him yeah. you're right <laughs> But I do think that I could see a scenario of a trade like that happening and then them signing like a veteran as well. Oh, um, like that's a, like an, an interesting. Older vet. I like the names you threw out there, Chris, uh, if you want to hit those names up. I love Mark Canna. I friggin' love Mark Mark Canna, Canna would Oakland be days. my number one.
0: Love him. Um, Mark Canna, Chris Taylor, Sterling Marte. And Michael Conforto. Um, And yeah, I think is my number one, too. Um, Just quickly, I agree with both of you guys. I think it's... I think he gets done via trade. And the funny thing I also wanted to mention quickly, too, is everyone kind of said, look at the Padres, what the Padres have done by making all these trades the last couple years. And they didn't give up, like, their top 4 or 5 prospects and all these trades that we li- listed out outside of giving up on Nolan Jones we don't touch like any of our top 5 prospects right oh,
2: that's the, and that's the thing man like
0: if you so, do, yeah
2: if you i I don't think we need to for what we're going to need to fill like we're not going to lose any of our probably any of our top 8 prospects if we're being real yeah for
0: any of these guys
2: if we do, if we have to give up a top eight, I mean, but you know what, what
0: you are losing. I would say we're probably sack. we're probably dipping into like those like that like next tier of shortstop second baseman that oh, won't yeah. have a position. You know they're two years away, anyways, but they're not going to have a position.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we just we just be faced with the exact same problem again. Yeah, so but it's that so. It's Sorry to cut you so off much. on Canna. No, I mean I've always liked Mark Canna. Um, he's an on-base machine. He's a maestro. Um, I've always liked him <laughs> from my fantasy baseball days. Um, just a serviceable, um, great presence in the lineup. Just a guy that uh gets the job done and doesn't do anything that will like blow your mind, but is an awesome guy to help fill out the lineup. I'm just thinking yeah. right now, I'm looking at his, he's a career 344 on base. His average leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, it's like 244 career, but like he'll give, you know, his best What's he to last like two, three years? His average, his average has been higher. I thought. Yeah. So he hit 273 in 2019 with like 26 homers. Yeah. In about 400 at bats. Um, He hit 246 in 2020, but it had, uh, 387 on base, had almost a 400 on base in 2019, and then uh, hit about 231 this year uh, with okay, like so 17 this- homers. <laughs> so he's going to be 33. Yeah, but again, this would be an ultra cheap option mm-hmm. to have in your outfield, like Probably and, could- a- and a guy that just. I would just – if this guy was hitting like seventh or eighth in my order, I would absolutely yep. love it. This would be glorious to me. And, um, and
2: also, Steve, keep in mind
1: like – And he's a first baseman. So oh, if you nice. had to, if you had to.
2: Dude, yeah. And keep in mind like he's hitting in like the worst hitters park in Oakland. Yeah. Like those, mm-hmm. those home run numbers and like, like I mean – and like I'm again getting greedy it's like, okay, cool. Like, what if you, what if we add him for five? Six, Cause he, he made just under, he made like 6.5 last year. He was in a one year deal. Like, you can probably, maybe do a two, I think team probably, I think probably for the second for 11 million,
0: maybe 11, 12 ish. Yeah. Probably yeah. in that ballpark and,
2: and still trade for that, that, uh, that rent like for Reynolds. And then you've, you have a super good offense and you have, you have a bunch of options, a bunch of fun options with Ramirez, Canna. Like, I
0: I was going to say, I, and I, just I, think I, about, I, I I, mean, that idea makes me excited because then you bump Harold down to your fourth, and then a guy like Oscar uh, Mercado or Daniel Johnson is now your fifth. Yeah. And then we're still talking about Naylor, who can right. find time so out in the depth, outfield. Man. Yeah, it's amazing. And, I mean, that's that's how I look at teams like the Dodgers, where they just have, like, we, we said it a couple of weeks ago, they got, like, seven guys who can play multiple positions. hmm Yeah. We're suddenly kind of in that realm now. Yeah. They listen to us and do these deals, yes. Well, I mean.
2: Or they're like, we really think Mercado turned a corner oh. him and left and Zimmer and right. And oh God! Can walk.
1: No, and this year, Zimmer's no. going to strike out forty-five percent of the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like, I like Merc- I like Mercado. I've, I've made that known. Steve, you like Zimmer. You've made that. I known, like, but, I like Mercado too. But those guys are.
1: They can't be the long clearly. They are clearly
0: evident there. that they are fourth. Like number yeah. four type outfielders.
1: yeah. And
2: because they're talking to the pirates, presumably about Reynolds, like that tells us the front office knows that we need an upgrade in outfield. 100%. Like they're not they're not blind to it. They're not like, oh, these guys could be the future. So like I think we'll at least get and you know, as long as we get one upgrade in outfield, I'm cool with like Ramirez and then and then yeah. like when Naylor gets healthy. You know, I like I think we have some good options in outfield.
0: And, and then we've talked i mean yeah. we, there's there's a handful of prospects we've talked about too yeah,
1: yeah. so yeah yeah there, there and there's yeah there's a decent enough future in the outfield in the minors i uh, uh, allegedly ideally that you know <laughs> it feels different than most years where it's like actually there's, you know hey there's some guys coming up 20, there's at 23, least 23, a little bit of like right. a light mm-hmm. Yeah
0: whereas before there was just a big old void
1: a nasty black hole
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah,
1: yeah takes- there's this guy in 6 years he's
2: he's 14 and he's like crushing it <laughs> like in these pickup games
1: uh, You're
0: right <laughs> Yeah at <laughs> his middle school We can't we can't sign him yet cuz he's in the Dominican but Yeah exactly like we're going to sign him in 2 years and then 8 years later He's totally gonna be our everyday right fielder. Maybe
2: I remember just desperately telling friends uh, in grade school, like just about our prospects. Like, don't worry. Like after the uh, after the you know the nineties run when things started to get bad, like don't worry. Like we got these guys. Like, and they're just like, okay,
1: all it's, right. It, it got, it it, got but it, it feels got
0: different now.
1: It feels different.
0: Yeah, maybe a more realistic oh, it's
1: far. Yeah, it's much, much I mean, different than it was 20 years ago. Yeah, we it's OK to be excited now. I think there's yeah. a legitimate reason to be uh, excited about the youth movement. Well,
0: um, all another right, area. Do, I mean, if you want to just keep the excitement rolling, starting pitching.
1: Yeah let's get Ooh. nuts um yeah let's uh we'll uh end uh, end on a really high note here with the uh yeah, the baby just entire pitching staff the yeah good god uh the rotation is an absolute just murderer's row i you could literally take like the three or four guys that are on the outside looking in of the rotation currently and go plop them into like you could go make another team and, and put them in a rotation. Like you've got potentially like three fifths of another actual major league starting rotation with here is, here is a hot
0: take that probably isn't so hot. If you stop and think about it for a second, our rotation in Columbus next year will be better than a handful of major league rotations.
1: I would say it's not a hot take. I would say that's go look at the Diamondbacks. Go look at the yeah. again the Pirates. Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Baltimore. Like yes. 100 hundred. Tigers, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, definitely. It's yeah. not the Marlins. Yeah, that's not far like, off. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So look at like, it. So here's what here's what you're looking at. You've got your starting five in the major leagues next year, ideally is going to be Bieber, Savali, Please, Quantrill, and Tristan McKenzie. It's mouth-watering stuff.
2: I'm gonna take off my shirt like
0: George Costanza when he goes to the bathroom. I'm so
2: hot and bothered right
1: now. (laughs) I'm like Homer Simpson over here salivating. Salivating, yeah. Walk, yeah, like uh, George when he's like all like rubbing my eyes out of his mind, rubbing his eyes from like the the eye thing. (laughs) The uh, the what is it? The wall art. Um
2: yeah, the those weird wall arts from the 90s. Those yeah. books yeah. Where, like you cross your eyes
1: and then you yeah. find an image yes. to see the image, yeah. And he's Thanks. like all out of it. Um, whatever the hell those were called. I'm like blanking, but they were like yeah, like 3D art, wall art. Yeah. Every every doctor's hidden office image. I
0: don't know, no, whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, so so now your depth you get into your depth, and obviously Eli Morgan's in that conversation. Uh, because of you know his decent run towards the end, um, yeah. you've got uh, Logan Allen is still in the conversation. You I have know Scott two Kloss Logan Allens. Forty man. What's that? Two Logan Allens. You got Logan dose Allen. Logan Allens. <laughs> yeah, you got that's, dose Logan Allens. That's true. And <clears throat> the other name that I like a lot, Cody Morris, which uh, you have mentioned in your depth. Uh, picks as well, Chris. I've I've heard him thrown about as a potential uh, bullpen arm. Actually, yeah, and I think that's just to get
0: him on the roster up. You know, I think that's yeah. more than anything else is just like, yeah. So we really don't have a spot for you, but maybe we can kind of sneak you into the bullpen. Well, that's that, why I'm that, thinking. That's of what God. I've
1: gotten. Total. Oh, I mean, totally. That's what it is. Um, but that's another reason why I think a guy like Karen check could be an expendable option. Because when you start to look at the bullpen, class is mm-hmm. your closer. No doubt. Nick Sandlin ideally yep. is going to be like an eighth inning guy. Yep. Um, then you're starting to look at your sixth, seventh innings and you're like, okay, what if we just signed like a veteran or what if like Cody Morris was that or JC Mejia or Anthony goes like, it just kind of like becomes a situation where it's like, we got a lot of options here. It's not that, yeah. Like, dude, get your shit together, Karen We still have because, like, I mean, we got other between, options here.
0: Between Mejia and Cam Henches, Hill, Cam Hill. Um, I was thinking more long relievers, but Cam Hill,
1: he could probably go too.
2: I love hinges.
1: Um. Oh are yeah. missing. We have we have an abundance of left-handed options now in the bullpen that they have to figure out between oh, like Kyle. Trevor Stevin. Trevor, Trevor Stefan. Although I could see him we, actually, he was a rule five, but I could he was a rule five, so
0: I think he makes a team because they don't invest that time and energy just to right. say see you later. Yeah. Same with goes. Like you don't invest like two years developing goes just say see you later i agree so and then again let me this might be an unpopular opinion terry Franco is coming back brian shaw will be on this team <laughs> i've been thinking way, about that
1: somehow yeah, i have been thinking that <laughs> <laughs> like there
0: is no there was i i'm certain that if Terry Francona and everything is indicating that he's coming back, that Terry Francona comes back, that by golly, Shaw's on this team. How it gets done, I don't know. Maybe it's a one year, two million dollar
1: type deal. So be it. I don't care. Not my money. Here's another guy. So you're 100% 100% right. Brian Schraub most likely will be back. The other name who is actually still currently on the 40 man, which is interesting is Car- a guy named Carlos Vargas, um, who I don't believe we've talked much about. Oh, yeah. So he had Tommy. Well, he John got injured. He's been injured a lot. He had Tommy John and missed all of this year. And obviously there was no 2020 mm-hmm. season. He's 22 now. Dude throws like a hundred. So like, yeah, yeah. I- what if he blows everybody away in spring training and they're like, cool, you get to be in the bullpen as like, you know, you'll be what? in low leverage stuff. You know, who the hell knows? What I mean, was he has the highest level Mahoney he reached? Valley,
0: but. Okay, okay. I was going to say, yeah. has he even gotten to Lake County? No. So maybe they fast-tracked him. Yeah. Maybe they fast-tracked him, start him in Lake County. You know, okay, you're dominating here. Get up to Akron. You're dominating
1: here. Uh coming up to Cleveland. I could see that. I mean, he's twenty he uh he's um he's twenty two now and yeah, he'll 22, be, 23. Well he'll be twenty three. No, he just turned twenty two. So Okay. I mean, he's not like super young. So yeah, I mean, if they want to start figuring him out. So maybe they even maybe they even just
0: say get through the
1: season healthy. Well, that probably yeah, exactly. 20, yeah, it's like you missed two years of yeah. ball. So, but yeah, that's, that's another yeah, that's name where than, it's more, like, more, okay.
2: Yeah, that's more than likely. Also, I mean, I just, as you're you're listing these names, I just love the transformation of our bullpen into so many power arms. Because for the longest <coughs> time, like, we didn't have a bullpen that was like that. It was like a more finesse. Then you had your mm-hmm. only one or two guys, and one of them was always a closer. Um, and, and, we have, like, four dudes that just, like, throw goddamn, like, fire. Yeah. And a bunch of young guys coming up, too. And a lot of the, other than Brian Shaw, who's, like,
0: the, the oldest man. Was. He was touching 95, 96. No, he was,
2: no I wasn't. No, I, I was going to say, other than Brian oh, Shaw,
0: oh, oh. all these guys oh. are like super young. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, Yeah, no, gotcha.
2: Brian Shaw, yeah, he was getting, I was surprised, Yeah. When I was seeing 96 I was getting
0: worried. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is, is not Cruz the a like,
2: training him on off days. Like, what's happening? <laughs>
0: yeah. But Brian Shaw's yeah, uh, not even like super old. Man, yeah.
2: No, he's not. And like, he's so I mean we talked about this at the beginning of the year, that He's like so valuable in 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 those blowout games. He's just like your Pac-Man. Like he's just gobbling up innings. Like that's like you you need that when you have a bullpen that's largely comprised of young guys who you yeah. who just you want you don't want to like burn them out too much, especially when we had like all those injuries of our starters. In a normal season, you don't need to worry about that so much with the starting pitching we have. Like yeah. your bullpen is for almost every single day of the week they're coming in in the sixth or seventh inning.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is too, when the uh, Guardians, even, we haven't even. When the Guardians rotation is healthy, they go deep in the games, too. Yeah. Like, unlike a lot of yeah. teams, Bieber, Savali, yeah, please act when he's on. And, uh, you know, now Cal Quantrill. It's like Quantrill. these dudes, these guys go yeah. five, six innings like a typical starter yep. would. I mean, Bieber's Eli Morgan was going five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I, yeah, I, and we haven't even mentioned some... Well, you might have been going this route, Chris. There's, But there's other names. I was there. just going to say, there's there's a ton of names pitching-wise
0: we haven't even touched on. I mean, um, the guys we got at the deadline. Batfield and um, uh, Connor... Oh, Pilkington? Pilkington, yes. And I think Pilkington is a Rule five, uh, eligible guy, too. I think oh, Battenfield's got another year, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, so, I mean, like, we haven't even touched on those two guys. Um, Juan Hillman looked awesome. And I know mm-hmm. I've thrown his name out as a trade him kind of guy. I believe he's a free agent, though, too, uh, minor league free agent that. You know, hey, fingers crossed, we bring him back, like Oscar Gonzalez. But there's so much pitching depth; it's it's laughable. Yeah, and, and it's and sick. Just even having this conversation because, quite frankly, I'll say this: I'm still in the camp of let's not give up on Karen Check just yet. Which but is fair. It, I mean just just in this recording i'm starting to like think about it now i go man like we could really trade him and
1: are we going to miss him like will we truly miss him i mean it's arguable uh, it's certainly arguable that the answer is no i <laughs> <laughs> mean that,
0: that, yeah like
1: it is as a, it is it's as a whole as a as a whole for the team what you'd get in return for a valued eight inning kind of reliever like Karinchek, even with his troubles last year, the return would be far. Like you, you're, you'd be plugging a hole yeah. in a much needed position. Ideally, you're going to so add. When,
0: you would, you would, you would ideally use him as a part to acquire a guy who's going to play you a hundred fifty games. Just throwing a number out there right, versus right. versus Karinchek, who's coming in for. 70
1: innings. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a setup guy is important, but it's not as if the Indian the guardians. Uh, <laughs> I'll get it. We'll, we'll figure we, that we, out. We still have like another we're getting week there. before we we're have to make yeah. the we're, official.
2: We're transitioning pretty decently. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: we're doing okay. I just the want Red that face merch.
2: monsters. That's <laughs> what you <should> call them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought they were getting away from that though. Babs. Wait, mm-hmm. which way are we going here? Where? We're, we're I thought today. they were trying to get rid of the red face part. <laughs> but
1: we're trying to. Hold on a second. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I uh, pitching is as always just a real treat. <laughs> for we're Cleveland. developing I, it too. Like yeah. that's our
2: biggest strength in our system is developing pitching. So like, I mean, I'm not, I don't want us to, I know we've talked about it, about Shane Bieber trade, and this is not the episode we're going to talk about it more, but um, you know, like I, I if you're going to be able to plug a giant hole of, of need for just James Karen check, I, I'm very confident we can find somebody to replace. I, I mean, like Nick Sandler. Sandlin the there, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, th- I think he's the guy.
2: And we can always elect a new, you know, anti-vax Northeast Ohio president. Like that can always be done later.
0: Oh, yeah. there's, there's, we're, we have no shortage of those amongst.
2: Totally, yeah.
0: The fringe fan, fan base.
2: I, I heard Slider would be in the running. He shows up at this meeting.
1: Slider, I heard, was uh, harassing school board members. Yeah. For trying to teach critical race theory. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Slider and Swagger like surrounded them.
1: That's right. Slider Slider had Swagger uh, off the leash. He let him loose right. on a uh, school board member and bit him outside his home. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um. Mm. Gosh, yeah. No, I think that's a pretty good little overview of uh, some 2022 roster predictions. That's a good first Dude, I pass. can't wait for the
2: season. I can't wait for this season. I'm, I'm like oh, so excited.
1: I, Which totally I means there's
2: the going be a lockout. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're so fucked. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're right.
0: There will be. Yep. We'll cover that at a later date. Yeah, we we'll, we'll get to that.
2: If there's a lockout, does that count against the year of your contract?
0: So that is a good question, and I like just saw
2: entire season and I'm only, I only care about Jose Ramirez because I want him to be with us as long as possible um because the rest of our team's like super young and um it would suck but like it wouldn't be the end of the world but I don't want to I don't want to lose a year of Jose's contract
0: I think I can't from right? what I've heard like they're
2: not paying them like so how would that count against your
1: contract I, I truly don't know.
0: It, it would have to be like what they all kind of agree upon in the CBA, is kind of what I'm thinking.
1: The way they did you know, it, how the does it get
0: 2020 stuff? Like, how does it shake out in the CBA? Ultimately, I think there's too much money. Maybe they miss a few games, but they'll figure I, I, it out. I'm really not. As concerned as some of those, you know, uh, you know, doom and gloom, fear mongering, ESPN <laughs> reporters would like you, you know,
1: to believe. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a little nervous, but we'll see.
3: <clears throat>
1: I, I mean, He's you have to, you have to,
0: you have to have a little bit of nervousness. Yes. Um. But ultimately, I, I, I do think it gets done.
1: I think so, too. The, the structure of the game could look weirdly, drastically different next year. It, just in the way uh, some of the game is set up. I mean, you'd be talking. I mean, this is a conversation for another day, but we could be looking at some interesting Tweaks to the way salaries are so there could be a quote unquote salary floor, you could have expanded playoffs, you could have uh I know MLB is working on creating their own streaming service, like a legit like package that includes also the yeah. NBA and NFL, I guess. So like oh wow, I don't know. Things are getting weird. It's, <laughs> gonna, be, it's gonna be it'll be terrible. Well, I think you'll also yeah. see
0: the universal DH. <laughs> I think you'll Univers- see yep. service time being addressed.
1: There's a lot I of things. I think we can have a bargaining episode. Our, ooh. Oh, we will. Yeah, we're we gonna have to fill a lot of time this winter, so <laughs> add it to the list.
2: Oh, Steve, we'll call you. We'll call you Daddy Commissioner, and then Chris will represent the players, and I'll represent the league, and then we'll like make our case to
1: Daddy Commissioner. Oh, to Daddy Commissioner, yeah, and you gotta like beg for stuff. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be like my like wife's early... like, why are you,
2: why are you wearing leather stirrups out to the garage? I'm like, we're, I'm Don't begging wear... for daddy, daddy Ugh. commissioners permission. And she's like, and stop. she's just
1: like, okay. <laughs> this will be in February when they announce that Like the season won't start till like June first, and we're just like, we gotta fucking <laughs> fill the time. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready. I'm, for that, gonna, I'm not even gonna put that out there. I'm not even yeah, gonna put that put out that there in the universe. Alright, <laughs> so we'll cap it there. We'll cap it there.
2: If we're gonna dress um, like that, I guess we can start an OnlyFans too.
1: Oh, that's true, yeah. Oh dear. Whatever we gotta do to like support the cause.
0: So we'll I mean, get it on either, be saddest, it either be the saddest it'd either be the saddest <laughs> OnlyFans
1: or the greatest. There's no yeah, rules It, 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 it can go well, right. I'll probably go on the side of saddest, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <We'll see. laughs> um, yes, right. that uh, I think that does it for our first pass at the 2022 roster. Uh, we'll definitely talk more about 40 man stuff as that gets closer uh, to that deadline. Um, but for now. Hopefully that juices you up a little bit for uh, next season, whenever that may begin. And uh, in the meantime, be sure to follow us on social at Cal calpenal pod and uh, rate review, subscribe to the podcast. Tell all your friends and family uh, as the holidays grow near, t- tell them the existence of this podcast as a gift for the holidays, Spread the holiday cheer <laughs> yeah. by, by opening your friends and family up to our podcast, Get, yeah, give them yeah. a bringing them into our, our, our little family yeah and tell them it costs 50 bucks and just don't yeah ask don't let them ask any more questions Uh, for the human fund for the human (laughs) fund yes a donation has been made in their name um yeah so yeah so whatever you gotta do uh con your way into getting people to listen to us that's cool uh in the meantime we'll talk to you later